I need new music. Discover new music now. JJO. Hey, what's going on? This is Barry. Discover new Shinedown now on JJO. Madison Solid Rock 941 JJO. It is Discover New Music and uh, just such a treat for you here today. Um, a guy that I think every single time I see a photo of someone with you, it is titled uh, Brent from Shinedown. By the way, the nicest guy I've ever met. Not pandering just because I'm talking to you, but I think you hold the title as the nicest guy in rock and roll. Is that okay? Is that cool for your image? Are you fine with that? Yeah. I mean, my mom always told me, she said, you know, Brent, the world has enough a-holes. <laughs> like she, she just raised, she raised me to, to, to be a gentleman. I try to do that. 99% of the time I try to be respectful and uh, yeah, I agree with her also, you know, there's, there's already enough negativity in the world. Yep. I don't want to be, a, I don't want to be a part of that bandwagon. So if people consider me a nice guy, that actually means a great deal. To me. Uh, in doing my research for this, I saw something that I did not know. I'm sure some people, maybe you are privy to, but at this point, Shinedown has the most number one singles on the Billboard Mainstream Rock Charts, 17. You hold the number one spot above bands like uh, Metallica, Disturbed, uh, uh, Motley Crue, Three Days Grace. When you guys started this band, I'm sure you wanted to have success. You wanted to produce great songs and sell records. Did that ever kind of cross your mind? If you go back to 2003 and the start of this, the first release song, I mean, number one, most number one singles. That's amazing. I give all of the respect when it comes to that to people like yourself and the men and women at radio, especially terrestrial radio, for always having your fist very, very high for not only rock and roll, but for us as a band from, from day one. You guys and girls have been with us from the beginning, now two decades that we've been working together, but also to the fan base, whether they've been there from the beginning or they're just kind of finding out who we are. We've often said in this band, we have one boss it just happens to be everybody in the audience. And that's not lip service. It's very true. And to be in the presence of that category with all those bands is massively humbling. We're not desensitized to it at all. Um, we're very respectful of it. All those bands we're massive fans of. Planet Zero, the song, is actually the 28th single that we released as a band, which is still something that I have to kind of take a step back at times and let that sink in. But also, I look at it from the aspect of our audience has always given us a platform to be ourselves. You have always given us a platform to be ourselves. You've allowed us to evolve. That's probably the greatest gift is to have a fan base and people understand that we have to evolve as well. We try not to write the same record over and over again. We do our best not to write the same song twice. Yeah. Um, but inside of all that, uh, we're also trying to continuously give our 100 well, percent. Let's talk about the mindset in this album, what you guys put in emotionally. Well, one of the dynamics um, with this record is that this album, from a lyrical standpoint and a musical standpoint, everything was written in real time. When I think back to the other albums, the subject matter in those records was all life experience. Not that Planet Zero isn't life experience, but the difference between this album and those is that we wrote this record in the midst of a pandemic mm -hmm. and everybody was put on the same playing field. We were all going through this together. So everything that was transpiring in the pandemic, when we were watching what was going on in regards to social justice mm -hmm. and what's right and what's wrong, all of these elements were in front of us and we have always been We've always been a band that we have to write about what we know, but we have to be honest in that approach. 
And we all had to collectively look at one another and say, if we're going to go down this path and we're going to talk about these subjects and we're going to go to that place, we all have to be in this together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the dynamic of this album also, too, is a understanding that, you know, the world looks at the Internet and says the Internet is undefeated. And it's really not the case. Mother Nature is undefeated. <laughs> you know, you look at this pandemic, you look at what it has done to people from a psychological standpoint, how it has polarized people, how it has torn people apart, how it has infiltrated certain people in in almost forms of PTSD, mm-hmm. um, where people are trying to understand what life was before and how do we move forward as a society. But the dynamic in this record, like specifically with the song Planet Zero, mm-hmm. that song is built around tell the truth. And so is Saints. It even says it in Saints, tell the truth. I think ultimately... There's so much to unpack on this record. This is a humanitarian record. This is also a record about how we feel in order to move forward, we're going to be able to do that. But the only way that we can do that is that the people have to unite. I I often say in America, we have representatives. We have a government that on paper makes sense. It's one of the reasons why a lot of countries try to adopt our democracy and and how we live our lives and how our representatives are supposed to be Mm -hmm. representatives of our citizens. Mm -hmm. And to that effect, this is, yes, people have asked, you know, and people have told me before, they're like, don't talk about the politics, Brent. But I'm like, I can't not talk about what's going on because the biggest thing that I'm talking about is I'm not left or right Mm -hmm. or in the middle. What I am pro is I am pro civilization, understanding and us working together. These representatives are exactly that. They represent the people. They're not gods. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's another thing that we had to touch on on this record to understand that, like, if you go outside of this box and people should also know your social media, you're in control of that. It shouldn't be the other way around. You need to remember that like you're in control of your device. It shouldn't be the other way. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, when we would go out and when we were going out during all of these last two and a half years in the real world, people weren't trying to destroy each other Mm -hmm. in the real world. People were trying to protect each other, lift each other up, help one another. And I still believe in human beings, man, because I think that human beings, we are inherently good Mm and at our core. Uh, Except for the people that leave their shopping carts outside of the shopping cart stall. Those people are terrible. Everyone else, so I'm right there with you on that. You've <laughs> talked to Zach, haven't you? Did you yeah, talk yeah. to Zach before me? <laughs> is, is he right there with the same thing? But you know, people telling you, and I'm sure it's not just one, I'm sure multiple people have probably said, Ooh, don't don't sing about this, don't give your opinion on this, don't write a record about this. Do you feel like where you guys are at now, and maybe with this album, Shine Down is able to say, No, 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 this is our feelings. We have a support system behind the scenes that we do not take for granted and we do not take lightly. Number one, our management and everybody uh, at McGathy Promotions and Indigo. I mean, Bill McGathy has been our manager for 20 years. We've wow. never had another one. We don't want another one. Um, <laughs> so that legacy and that partnership is extremely strong. And when you talk about Atlantic Records here in the United States and Warner Music internationally, the record label for us, they've always supported us from day one. They really have. Like they're, they've never ever once uh, tried to censor our 
thought process when we go into these records and how we look at things. But ultimately, I think that you have to educate yourself on what you're talking about first. Like if you don't understand what you're going to discuss and you're going to put something out there, you need to be prepared to speak on it and why you decided to talk about it in the first place. So I think that you have to be educated where you're coming from, because the reality is that when I look at the record also with what this album is, we were listening to our our audience also, where they were saying to us, we want you to light us up. Mm -hmm. We want you to give us confidence. We want to rejoice inside of this music. We want you to be real. Because if you were to ask anybody that was a true Shinedown fan, one word to describe us, they would say, uh, would be the word honest. Mm -hmm. We've never not been truthful about how we feel about things. We are also a band that's talked about mental health for the better part of two decades. Mm -hmm. So this isn't something that we just started to discuss, but the world uh, is changing and we have to learn how to change with it, how to better it. And in order to do that, you have to create songs and you have to create art that is going to allow people to have discussions because actions speak louder than words. Also having the thought process when you're going over a topic or when you're trying to see both sides of a discussion, you have to let the other person talk, Mm. you know, and you also have to allow yourself to learn from them and hopefully they can learn from you. There's a great philosopher named Frederick Nietzsche who said one of the most profound quotes of all time. He said, without music, life would be a mistake. Mm -hmm. You have to think about how important music is in times like this and how important songs are in this day and age, why it's so important that we come together as a society and we learn from one another. Just because like, if I'm talking to you and I don't agree with everything that you're saying, that doesn't mean I want to fight you. Mm -hmm. That means that I want to get your perspective and see where you're coming from. And then if you'll allow me to give you my take on what we're discussing, we can learn from one another and actually create action together we don't have to be a hundred percent on the same page with one another but we can get closer to understanding each other hey what's going on this is eric this is zach this is barry and this is brent and we are from the band shine down and you are listening to madison's solid rock right here on 94.1 jjo when i first saw the track list it was like 20 tracks oh my god they put out 20 songs but uh you guys have a, a lot of I guess, uh, intros or maybe little snippets. Talk about that aspect of the record. How did that come about? So what you're discussing is Siren, who is the AI inside of the album. Mm -hmm. And so Siren was born from Eric Bass. So people may not know this about Shinedown. So the last album, Attention, Attention, our bass player, Eric, who is probably a bass player last, um, <laughs> would uh, you would be maybe shocked to know that uh, he is the main engineer, the mixer and the producer of the last album. Attention, attention. He's also the main engineer, mixer and producer of Planet Zero. Mm. So when we were in the mixing phase of this record, Eric really did not sleep last year. Mm. And. I mean, even to the beginning of this year, too, there was so much put into this record. The interludes and what's happening there, I remember this is exactly what happened. He had been mixing and mixing and mixing, and I knew we had it ready, Mm -hmm. but he wasn't convinced. So early, early January of this year, I called our dear friend, uh, Ted Jensen, who is in Nashville, Tennessee. If people don't know who Ted Jensen is, all of uh, the records that you hear in postmodern day of the last probably 
going on like 40 years. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the mastering engineer of all your favorite records. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> and he uh, is the mastering engineer for every Shinedown album except for the debut album. And so I called him on a Thursday and said, hey, what does your Monday look like? And he said, what do you need it to look like? And I said, me and Eric are coming. And he goes, I'm ready for you. Let's do it. I walked into the studio and said, guess what? And Eric was like, what? And I said, I got great news. And he said, what's that? I said, we're going to master the record on Monday. Yeah. And he was like, I'm not done. I've got <laughs> this to do in that. And I print. And I said, well, you have 72 hours to get it ready. And at the time, he probably wanted to fist fight me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the thing is, is that what he said was, he goes, I have this idea in my head of what I want to do and how I want to interconnect the songs. Because originally we were looking at it just a sequence mm-hmm. and it was going to be an album. Because Attention, Attention is a conceptual piece also, but it's a bit more of a story album. This Mm -hmm. is a different type of thing uh, with Planet Zero. So I said, whatever that is, man, you got to have it ready by Monday. We've got to go. It's ready. Let's go. And he said, okay. So he created Siren from the ground up. Everything that you hear on the record, he did all of that three days. In 72 hours, he created all of that. He put the screws to him and he, he produced, man. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing that there was nothing done. Like he hadn't been working on some of it over here on the side while he was mixing or kind of formula. Like he created it all in 72 hours, Wow. which then, to this day still, <laughs> it's pretty extraordinary. So that's no exaggeration. Three days. And then Monday, you guys had it mastered down. That was it. Not only did he have it done, but Eric had already sequenced it. And so when we arrived at Ted's studio, we we had the sequence ready to go. It, it was a crazy, crazy turnaround. <laughs> and then he slept for three days straight after that, probably. More he he took a week. He took a week off. Yeah. Like he took seven days. He's like, don't call me. <laughs> uh, do you maybe have a favorite on here? I know it's probably like trying to pick a favorite child, but is there a song on this album that really speaks to you that you really just, oh man, this is I lo- this is it right here? Do you have one of those? Man, it is such a physical and psychological record if there was one song on it that i was overjoyed because of the way it came out because it wasn't laid out in a traditional song form not even from a traditional uh shinedown way that we do things because once again we try not to write the same record over and over again do our best not to write the same song twice yeah but there is a song on the record called daylight and daylight was one of those moments where we all looked at one another and we just really felt like we had done something at that time that i hope that the rest of the world understands what we did inside of this song and what we're trying to say um, again we're a band that does not shy away from talking about mental health we've been doing it for 20 years um this song daylight is about the people in your life that get you to tomorrow these individuals are the ones that make sure that you see the daylight and uh, it's an extremely emotional song. It was also a gift in a lot of ways. It, every once in a while on a record, you'll get what's called a gift. And a gift is when a song kind of comes out of nowhere and it just falls in your lap and you have no choice but to write it. Yeah. And that would definitely be 
daylight on this record for me personally. You guys continue to surprise everyone and surpass expectations. And uh, we're just, we're super excited. Before you go, if you don't mind, I would like to do rapid fire with Brent from Shinedown. Is that okay? Bring, Bring it on. Okay. okay. All right. So again, there's no wrong answers on here. I don't want you to overthink it. So by the way, uh, these, are, these are my favorite moments of the interview. Oh this is my favorite moment of this particular interview. I have a feeling I'm foreshadowing the rapid fire question. All right. Good, good. I, I want you to be ready for it. Cause this is, this is the hard hitting stuff right here. Uh, would you rather be able to fly anywhere at five miles an hour or run anywhere a hundred miles an hour? Definitely five miles an hour. That way I can see everything. Nice. You can take a little nice leisurely flight. And take it in. You take it in. Exactly. Uh, more bass, drums, or guitar? More bass. More bass. All right. Get that bass going. I like it. Yeah. Uh, corn dog or chili dog? Corn dog. Would you rather see Bigfoot or the Chupacabra? What is the Chupacabra? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a weird little uh, uh, like coyote gremlin thing from Mexico. They Definitely that. I've, I've, I've already seen what Bigfoot you know looks like i you know i Big saw him last major. week in the mountains it was yeah you know, he was fine by the way him and his wife are doing well okay that that's true you are a tennessee boy and there are a lot of sightings in tennessee there of are Big tons Foot. of yetis in tennessee they're just everywhere uh all right good so the chupacabra and just look into it a little bit more uh would you rather take one punch from mike tyson or a hundred punches from where's the beef lady rest her soul <laughs> man just to say that i did it would be mike tyson uh, you know, you're a pretty fit guy. So I think you could probably take a pretty good hit from Tyson, but boy, is that scary. I do not think I would be able to take a hit. I think that it would be, um, yeah, I don't even want to think about it, but if it's between him, you know, and you know, God rest her soul, the little lady from where's the beef. I mean, just for the cred alone, yeah. I would have to say Tyson. Tyson for sure. For sure. That guy's terrifying. You know, 55 years old. All right. That's it. You nailed it. Rapid fire right there with Brent from shine down It's simple, easy, crushed it. And uh, Brent, I really appreciate you opening up, taking the time. Thank you so much. Hey, by the way, thank you so much for all the support. And if you do not have a podcast, you need to create one because you're an amazing interviewer. And oh, uh, I'm telling you right now, if you don't have a podcast, you should start one. And if you do start one, I'd be happy to be your guest on that. So oh again, thank you for all the support, much love and respect to everybody. And we'll see you very, very soon. Discover new music now on the homepage of WJJO.com in the JJO app or wherever you get your podcasts. JJO.